0: (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the 4th and Forever podcast. Um, It kind of feels like it's been a long time, Uh, certainly since we put out something that was of the correct length uh and yeah it's just it has been a while uh my name is stuart bothwell uh obviously i'm very rusty just completely ad-libbing this entire intro and i'm joined as ever by my compatriot and partner in crime darren butter how's it going darren
1: it's good it's good all software and hardware is working yeah hopefully and know brains are working properly and
0: well, I don't know about that. Okay, <laughs> calm down. There's only so
1: far we can go with that one. All brains and voices are present. Yeah,
0: I think we probably have a couple of brain cells between us to rub together. Um, but yeah, we do sincerely apologise for say, the the lack of coverage over the last uh, last few weeks. Uh, it hasn't helped that I've I've been away uh, back overseas uh, to the likes of Paris and Scotland, Ireland. Uh, I was just way too busy to do anything, and uh, Darren was also exceptionally busy with work and stuff whilst I was away. Uh, did manage to get up a, a good good podcast, uh, which I've also already said that you did very well on in the last Thank time. Thank
1: you. I'm just happy I picked Rogers as my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, for him to throw for five touchdowns literally four days later, I was I was feeling myself a bit on that one. I would have, mm-hmm. I'd have won the Van duel if I'd play that if I'd put that team in. I think that
0: was nice. You not Did you pick him this
1: week? No, no. <laughs> back to
0: cousins this week. right rightly, so <laughs> yeesh, Roger is not good today, um anyway, yeah, so we just like to quickly apologize. um we've had, te- we had technical problems last week as well. we weren't even sure we were gonna get on to doing this one this week, so the fact that we've managed to cobble something together um I, I think is admirable on on our parts, yeah, I, I think that uh, we we should give ourselves a little pat on the back. I'm just gonna ah. I maybe hit myself a little bit too hard there. But yes, um, so again, still kind of trying to toy with our own format with this here. Uh, Try and keep it relatively brief. Uh, Just go through everything that we've seen from the last week. Uh, We can't really do too much in the the catch up from the last few weeks. Unfortunately, it would just take us too long and we're not getting paid for this. (laughs) So (laughs) Google it.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) No, 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 Darren, we can't let them know. That they can just go back and like look at it for themselves. Like yeah. they, I ha- they have to get it through us. We are the
1: conduit of information, the font of all knowledge and insight. I think the start of my solo podcast was there was 15 games this week. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started ripping on about five teams. So. <laughs> that sounds
0: about right for you. Um anyway, yeah, so I think we'll just uh, we'll just dive on in and uh, We'll start off with the Thursday night game, which was the San Francisco 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, um, this was certainly, it's a, it's a pretty dynamic Arizona team. Like You, you don't quite know it, like how they're going to be one week to week, but you know that they're going to be putting up. They're going to be putting in Kyler Murray's hands. And uh, they did that again in this week, and they, they pushed the 49ers pretty close. Um, it, it was 28-25. At the end of the game. Uh, but the 49ers still look pretty good value throughout the course of this one. Mm. Um, that that defence, I like, don't be fooled by the 25 points that they, that was put up against them. They were still real solid in this one. Uh, Nick Bosa still just absolutely decimating folks.
1: Yeah, this one thing that stood up for me in, in this game is that they make the adjustment, they trade for Emmanuel Sanders and... Most mm-hmm. of the damage in this game was done in the air in terms of the red zone. They've got four touchdowns, all receiving touchdowns. Yeah. Garoppolo's got four touchdowns, no interceptions. And like you're still getting over a hundred yards of rushing pretty much from your you know, your running backs, but they didn't need to be the ones getting it in the end zone. They seem to have been able to come up with a, a game plan that allowed them to kind of mix it up a bit more and get Garoppolo a bit more involved than he has been. Yeah. They're eight and zero. Like they've got so much mm. leeway on this. But just adding Emmanuel Sanders, seven receptions, 112 yards. He's a out, he's
0: a dynamic playmaker, and that's something that they maybe difference. didn't didn't have at wide receiver, especially like the experience out
1: there. Well, because Kittle, he break he's, his numbers would say he's a deep threat, but he's more of a in the slant get away for 60 yards because he bulldozes a couple guys. Yeah. Sanders isn't over the top. Garoppolo's got the arm. Hit me and I'll get you a sixty-yard touchdown, and yeah. that just it will terrify defenses if they're constantly on the field because the 49ers' defense is so solid in getting turnovers and mm-hmm. you got know, guys like that getting into the end zone. Yeah,
0: and th- this time around it was Matt Breda's turn to be the be the bell cow in that backfield. Uh, fifteen carries for seventy-eight yards. Um, but yeah, it was good that they managed to spread spread things about in offense. Um, on the on the Cardinals' side of the ball, uh. Kyler Murray, another decent game, but Kenyon Drake, uh, recently acquired from Miami Dolphins, uh, he looked excellent in this game. Fifteen carries for a buck ten and a touchdown, um, and he's he just looks like he could be in this system, perfect, like th- That's like he he is tailor made for a Cliff Kingsbury offense, and uh, he showed it in in his debut. Uh, also, another fifty two yards rec- receiving
1: as well and four yeah. targets. He, he's kind of not lucked into he's probably he's had to put up with a lot, but he's he's come into a situation, you know, where um, you know, you've got the David Johnson injury. Then they've got uh their outstanding young boy that comes in and gets a couple of touchdowns against the Giants. And mm. Then he gets injured as well. And he, he gets injured in training and during the week. And then Sunday's first night game, Kenyon Drake's really the only running back apart from Alfred Morris so I think they signed the day before. Yeah. This has been that, w- that was available so mm-hmm. he's a perfect situation for him to be like you have to run the ball even though you don't <laughs> know our system you're the only one that can and god if he gets a couple of weeks under cliff to learn the system and yeah learn where he's meant to be on blocking and that then he can make a big difference oh
0: big time big time Um uh, again cardinals defense obviously was giving it up big time through the air uh George Kittle's 30-yard score in the first quarter was their ninth touchdown reception they've given up to tight ends this season. So if you're a tight end, you're playing the Cardinals, you're licking your chops. Um, but uh, you, you pointed out just before uh, we came on air here that Jimmy G is now 16-2 and two as a starter in his career, which is the highest win percentage in the Super Bowl era with a minimum of 16 starts. That's mm-hmm.
1: it's not bad, is it? No. Well, I think we had <laughs> early on in the podcast... Um, well, early on in the season, we've been in the podcast for a while without any games. Um, people say, oh, maybe Garoppolo is out of it, or are we sure about Garoppolo? Mm. He becomes the cheapest slash best, quarter- one of the best quarterbacks. <laughs> the man's on like eight million a year for the next two years, and mm. he's doing that. This gives 49ers a great opportunity to build a de- winning defense. Yep, yeah.
0: oh, I think they've already got that. Yeah, uh, it's, just, and, it's just a matter of protect Garoppolo, give him some weapons.
1: And just spin him up and let him fly. Um, he's always had the the intelligence and oh the, yeah, that to win games, and he's really showing it just now and power to him.
0: Yeah, I mean it was against the Cardinals, so you know don't look into it too far. He's not played against the greatest defense in the world here, but he's gone and done exactly what he needed to do. Uh, side note: uh, Andy Isabella got an 80-yard score in this one as well. So
1: that's good for him. Yeah, respect, sorry, 88 yards on the man's name. So oh, one reception I,
0: I, I, for 88 yards. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so congratulations, Andy Isabella. That was that's, that's your contribution so far. So 28, 25 to the San Francisco 49ers in that one. They move to eight and zero. Yes, indeed they do, and uh, and right to the top of many, many a power ranking. Um, over to London, and the Houston Texans took on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Wembley Stadium. And uh, this one was a bit of a trouncing, but um, it, it wasn't all easy for, for the Texans in this one. Um, but, well, certainly not uh, like in terms of effectiveness and getting the points on the board, but they, they ran all over them. Carlos Hyde just absolutely bowling through people. And uh, Deshaun Watson only had four incompletions during the course of the day. Uh, oh, sorry, my bad, six. Um, but um, the, the Jaguars in Gardner Minshew's last start uh, before getting benched back for the returning Nick Foles uh, was relatively ineffective for probably the first time this year.
1: Yeah, I. They they didn't have a good game. Um, it it does seem to be when teams go to London that London. One of them never seems to really turn up for the first half, and the Leonard Fournette eleven carries forty yards.
0: I, I just don't see. That's what... actually that's actually a really good stat line for him.
1: I just don't see what good he's doing though. and and I think I'm pretty sure one of those is on
0: like a thirty five yard carry as well. <laughs> actually, no, he probably had an eighty yard carry and, and then he went back the every it. single time.
1: The, <laughs> I saw a, a CBC, a CBC CBS mm-hmm. broadcast, and I'm in a very big huff with CBS this week. <laughs> we'll maybe we get into that in a bit. Yeah, but we will. The they had Fournette as the third yards, you know, the third most yards, from yards scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that is the most misleading stat. It's super misleading. He's a terrible it's running back right now. Absolutely terrible. And I don't know what good he does, Gardner Minshew. that's There's one bit when he bulldozes a guy, and the next time he just runs straight into someone and falls over. Mm. And it's like, what kind of support are you giving Gardner Minshew? I would not
0: say that uh, he bulldozed that guy. I think that guy happened to be falling backwards, and Leonard Fournette just went, oh, whoa, whoa, and (laughs) and just kind of lucked his way into getting over him. Um, Yeah, no, like, Leonard Fournette, he's just... I think I've made my position on him pretty clear.
1: (laughs) There's also, you can see in the, the stats, just the kind of play calling that Raquel Armstead, five receptions for 65 yards. Now, if you're making it really obvious that if Armstead's in, you're throwing it, Mm. then that can be very easy for a defense to defend. Like if you're not getting Armstead any carries, you're clearly going to throw the ball if he's in. Yeah. And, you know, other play callers in this league, Belichick's had a couple of times where if James Whiteson in and Sonny Michelle's out. They're throwing it, yeah, and tell. it gets blocked. Like not having any carries for Raquel Marusad, especially when Fournette's only averaging three yards, pretty much three yards carries. I, I just don't get it. I don't. Get oh, it but Darren, think...
0: he can break the big one every now and again. Oh, no. It's like it's yeah. not. It's not worth it. He yeah. he has these big ones. He'll he'll get like a a sixty yard run in garbage time or something, and then the rest of the game totally ineffective. He's just. He's just, he's just not a proper runner. He's just not a proper player. Um, someone who is a proper player, Deshaun Watson still making crazy throws every single week. Um, guys draped all over him, and you think, oh, well, he's going down for a sack. But like just as he's falling, somehow manages to rip the ball about 25, 30 yards down the field so that's to a spot where only his receiver can get it. He's doing it like two or three times a week.
1: He's a winner, but I... I do watch this truth. this Texans team, and I just I don't see Super Bowl or AFC Championship mm. in their future. The way they're constructed, they.
0: I th- I still think that on any given like game, they can beat teams, uh, especially when when your defense is showing up. Gary and Conley, uh, recently acquired from the Raiders, looked excellent in this game, um, and the like the the front seven were. Terrorizing Minshew all day as
1: well, and we didn't get to the fact last week that JJ Watts out yeah. last season. So
0: unfortunately, the... uh, a real, real nasty miss on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to quickly. I'm trying to remember the game from last season. It was so uneventful and unenjoyable that I've actually forgotten what game it was. It's probably
0: but a Browns game, was it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> about that. Ah, oh, yeah, Texans Colts when um, Deshaun Watson had to run for his life. The whole game. That's that. Then, that was his entire season. And then the year before, against was the Cowboys, he had to run for his entire for his life as well. You're you're really not narrowing it down because he's been running for done, his like, life that's for every in the game. Playoffs, like that's all I can remember. It's still yeah. We watched mm. that game together, and I just cannot get that image of him running for his life mm. out of my head. And Andrew Luck just picking where he wanted to play the well, ball.
0: Well, what, what what's happening is that like now Deshaun Watson is getting a little bit more time to throw the ball. And he's getting rid of it quicker. He's not holding on to it quite as much as he was previously and ducking and dodging and trying to just buy time for players. He's getting like his releases much quicker than it was previously. So
1: that's will help them. So, um, the Clemson head coach said that he was like Michael Jordan. Mm. Don't know about that,
0: but he's it's, pretty good. He's pretty special. He's doing stuff that very few other players can do in this league. And uh, it's helping them get to oh, a 6-3 and three record now, and I believe still top of the division after uh, after the Colts muffed up this week, but we'll get to that. So yeah, they came out that one 26-3 winners. And after that, we'll go on to, oh God, yeah, you know, you watched this one, and I, just, I don't want to ever watch this team at the moment, but the Washington Redskins versus the Buffalo Bills. And um, you said you managed to get some enjoyment out of this game, right?
1: Yeah, there was definitely um, quite an enjoyable battle between the two number 26s. Mm. Um, Devin Singletree on one side for the Bills mm-hmm. and um, Adrian Peterson, the first, Peterson. Half, first half of this game looked like he was 10 years younger. He was immense. Yeah, I did have a look back at that. But,
0: big runs all over the place and then they just started falling behind and couldn't use a running back anymore.
1: Yeah, and... I just don't see it for Haskins. I don't see it in the system. I don't see it in this team. I don't see it in the and, NFL right now, to be honest. And it's just... It's a very clear way to tank in this league, which is ironic <laughs> when we get to the Browns. But if your number one wide receiver and weapon is Richardson and you've got a rookie mcLaren McLaurin who... Might rip off a 50-yard pass, but doesn't really do anything underneath. If you don't give your quarterback players to target, then mm. you're getting nowhere. And it's the same for a few of the teams in this league, the Giants. Like, Are you trying they're... to tell me that Jeremy Sprinkle isn't a good weapon? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Redskins were good on special teams. They were solid, for the most part, on defence. And they kept themselves in this game right until the end. Like, I think Singletary scored as time was expiring to get this one Pretty to much. 24-9. Mm-hmm. So they were in the game with their last possession, and I think it shows that teams are being coached okay. Things behind the scenes are going quite well when your special teams are good. When you're mm. when you're in games, yeah. But if you don't have enough talent on your team, you're not going to win.
0: And I think that that could actually be said on both sides of the ball because because uh, Josh Allen uh was again pretty ineffective. Yeah he underthrew
1: John Brown about four times in this game.
0: Yeah um which is strange for a guy who's supposed to have a can of an arm. His his accuracy's just been so out there recently. Uh like yeah the like the, the clear contributor in this game was Devin Singletary getting getting all over the place there. Um but
1: yeah no I is he a, is he a problem? Are they like winning in spite of Josh Allen sometimes here? No, the irony being is Josh Allen's probably the (laughs) best-performing quarterback from that draft class right now. (laughs) But I think it's early for him, and I don't think... Still still raw, Devin Singletree, John Brown, Cole Weasley, Isaiah McKenzie, these aren't the players that are going to win you the AFC East. You know, you. I think they're building to something, and I think that they see enough in Josh Allen to keep it going. But they... They're also not asking him to do a lot. He only threw the ball twenty times. Mm. I like. I think that meant because they were ahead. Yeah, they, early they, they were ahead. They start running the it. Game. Yeah, use single tear. And single is doing so well. Frank Gore is like Frank is getting the first downs. You know, he's running on third and one and mm. breaking off like three or four yards. Josh Allen's running to, to extend plays. I, I don't mind this Bills team, and I'll I'll enjoy watching them probably beat the Browns next week. But no, you can't you can't enjoy that. I need change Mm. (laughs) however quickly that can come oh boy um but bills bills are going to the playoffs
0: because they've already got themselves to six and two uh they had quite an easy start to the season Uh, but like whenever they come up against a good team it's a problem but like i say they got the browns next week they've not been a good team they still have to play the dolphins and the jets uh, as well as the Broncos, so that could be an interesting defensive battle in that one. Um, because of
1: head-to-head... This also is what Steelers. I, what I find quite interesting is, because of the way head-to-head works in the NFL, if the Ravens struggle against the Steelers and Browns in their own division, mm. this could be they won a wild card. <laughs> Buffalo Bills at home versus the Ravens. Mm. So you know, all the things the Ravens could do this year, they could be going to Orchard Park in the winter. Oh, needing tough. to win <gasps>
0: Snow game
1: that'd be so much fun <laughs> they'd be calling up the Chiefs and asking for Mr. Sean McCoy back
0: dude I love a snow game but, uh,
1: well you can't do that trade deadlines past. Yeah. Um but Buffalo like we're going to get onto the Ravens obviously but that could easily be a Buffalo Bills Ravens Divisional or well, it will be a wild card game because Buffalo Bills aren't one their division. yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean that's just, I just it's amazing that Buffalo
2: have
0: that record. Yeah, well, that's they're only like one game behind the Patriots now. Like, if the Patriots do end up stumbling, can you imagine if, 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 the if Buffalo somehow managed to get that? Because it's 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 not completely out with the realms of possibility. I mean, I, I mentioned some of the teams that uh, uh, Buffalo have to play, um, but let me have a quick look at the uh, New England schedule going forward because I know that they've got quite a tough one. Now they're against the Eagles after their bye. Uh, you know, take from that what you will Eagles are an iffy team then they've got the Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs and then they got a, a, a gimme with the Bengals before they play the Bills again if the Bills can upset the Patriots at that point they could end up leapfrogging them now they've got a nice ending with the, the Dolphins at the end as well so they've still got a couple of gimmies but if, if they can be upset by the Eagles, Cowboys, Chiefs and Texans and lose four weeks in a row, that does open the door for them. So, yeah, yeah I'm just I'm just
1: thinking about it. <laughs> the Bills like their defense. They've got you know Shaq Lawson, Tremaine Edmonds, Star Lele, mm-hmm. Matt Miliano, They're oh, yeah. they're solid, and why can't they, they? could really upset someone if they get mm-hmm. one game in the playoffs.
0: Star defense. Uh, Devin Singletary is back in the running game.
1: Well, it took him a he while doesn't... to get him involved eh, for the first few games of the season. Oh, yeah, think. He was injured
0: for a bit as well. And Frank Gore is still going there. I think Frank Gore's about to surpass Barry Sanders for the most... Uh, Barry like... Sanders
1: would be like, get me, get me up, me <laughs> yeah, back that's out, it. out I'm
0: going, going back out there, not like Frank Gore. Yeah. Hey, people rip on Frank Gore, but he's been an excellent player in this league for a long time. Cool. Um, now So let's move on to the Tennessee Titans versus Carolina so Panthers. That game
1: ended 24-9. Yes,
0: 24-9. Uh to the Bills, of course. Uh and in the Tennessee Titans versus Carolina Panthers. The Par- Panthers came out on top in this one. Uh 20, sorry, 30 to 20 victors at home. And um, yeah, it was a very Ryan Tannehill game for Ryan Tannehill. Um, like one touchdown, two picks. Um, again, Panthers were just all over him, though. And um I mean, what more can be said about Christian McCaffrey that hasn't already been said? Uh,
1: there are three, pushing, sorry, three yeah, touchdowns that, in this one. I only have like a couple of points from this game, but McCaffrey's probably offensive MVP at this point. I yeah. And I'd say so. Without, without go if they're not going back to Newton, we found out today he's on IR. So yeah. they're going to keep Allen in. Which means that they're going to go through McCaffrey more. Mm-hmm. And that's how you win Yeah, with this team. I Just
0: write them. They're 5-3. and three. They've got the best offensive weapon in their backfield or out wide or whatever you want to play him. <laughs> Tight end. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Play them a quarterback.
1: This game was a game of talent. Which team has more talent? And most of the receivers for the Titans are rookies and... They couldn't get much out of Henry. And if you don't get much out of Henry, then you're relying on Dion Lewis. And if you don't get... <laughs> then you're relying on Ryan Tano. Like, it's very straightforward. If the talented players turn up, they win the game. And Tennessee just don't have enough talented players to compete. Mm. The, to me, like, they're, they're, they're not a they're not bad talent. team.
0: yeah, And that, that defense can show up from week to week, um, every now and again. But they're, they are so... Just, you don't know what you're getting from them. But I think they got a bit more stability with Tannehill in there. I think Mariota was just too much back there. Um, It just looks like a quintessential 8-8 eight eight team to me. Uh, shouldn't be anywhere near the
1: playoffs. It might be because the division's a knife fight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, I think uh, in, in terms of points that we made, so I'll briefly... Uh, Christian McCaffrey's ass again and just say he's become just the second player in NFL history to have 150 plus scrimmage yards and a TD in six of his team's first eight games of the season uh, the other person to do that was Hall of Fame running back Jim Brown back in 1963 so keeping very very good company there but the, the one thing that you did allude to there was the fact that Cam Newton's now gone in IR and so it's going to be Kyle Allen from here on unless um, nice. we get Will Greer time
1: yeah, I Will think Greer that's time. better for the Panthers it I has to just happen. don't think Newton was doing it. And
0: well, he was He was always having these niggling injuries. And so it was just a matter of time before that had to happen. Well, and this is probably going to be the last we see of, of Cam Newton in a Panthers uniform, we're thinking. Yeah,
1: which is fine because they've got
0: poker. Yeah, sadly, you don't need anything else. Kyle <laughs> Allen is just holding on. He's just warming the ball a little bit until Will right. is ready and he's up to balls. speed. That's it, warming his balls. But um, yeah, we're thinking that Cam could end up um being released at the end of the season to a, a minuscule uh, cap hit for the Panthers, allowing them to move forward and build their team around McCaffrey, and Newton could go to someone like the Bears, the Broncos. Um, I don't know who, who, where, where else. Like, what was going to happen?
1: Uh he needs to get fit. Yeah. Part of me would be I would just I think for him. If he can work out some kind of deal with the Pampers where they maybe pay part more, maybe he can change the way his, sal- his salary is structured and go on IR next year mm. and take the whole year off and get fit. And then maybe for letting the Pampers do that, then he becomes a trade piece or something. Cause mm, I do They won't. Know. They'll probably just waive him. And yeah. he's got enough money to do it privately mm. like, and it won't really affect him. But I, I'm worried that he'll have to come back because he's such an he's not Aryan, but he's such a talented guy, mm. and he's got a persona, yeah, that he won't take a year. Love off. his fashion sense, yeah.
0: Dresses like my grandma <laughs> sometimes.
1: Well, he won't take a year off, so I'm kind of worried that he's going to come back.
0: Well, at least he had this injury very early in the season. It's a list Frank injury from last year. Like. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, so it's really difficult. Obviously, he's taken a pounding through the course of his career since coming into the league. And maybe he just needs this time to like just not have any niggling injuries, uh, wrap him in cotton wool for a while, and um,
1: just go go be flopped off. Panthers have a great opportunity here. Like I just read you some of these some of these names on defense that they already have under contract: Shaq Thompson, mm-hmm. Eric Reed, mm-hmm. Luke Keekly, mm-hmm. Gerald McCoy, mm-hmm. Trey Boston, mm-hmm. Dante Jackson. James Bradbury,
0: Brian Burns.
1: Brian Burns, yeah. If they can pick up a couple marquee defensive players with a contract that the money they're getting back from Newton, mm-hmm. they have an opportunity to do a Bills here. Put but that money in your Bruce offensive McCaffrey. line. Put it in
0: your offensive line. Give like keep like protect McCaffrey and Bruce protect Irvin. whoever you have at quarterback.
1: Yeah. Bruce Irvin places. That's what yeah. I mean. Talent wins
0: games. They've, and... they've they've got the talent on on defense there. Uh, I got, He's I, got a good I,
1: kicker as well. Yeah, they do. Joey Sly. He Joey missed Sly. He missed one, but
0: yeah. Yeah, okay. Because um, he was playing against me. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, moving on from that one, and we'll uh, get to the Kansas City Chiefs, who are still led by Matt Moore at this stage, with Patrick Mahomes out, and they end up managing to uh, get on top of the Minnesota Vikings twenty six twenty three, thanks to a very late Harrison Butker kick to uh, to seal the game, and like um, with this one again, we, we saw we saw Kurt Cousins not being great. He got three scores in this one, but he had a lot of incompletions. Um, he was under duress quite a lot. Uh, they were missing Adam Thielen for pretty much the entire yeah. game, so Laquan, Laquan Treadwell ended up being their leading receiver in this one. The guy that they cut and then re-signed when Thielen was was injured. Um, Leading receiver of free receptions. Yeah, uh, Dal- Dal- Dalvin Cook still did some good Dalvin Cook things, but he was for the most part kind of handled by this uh by this Kansas City Chiefs defensive line.
1: Yeah, um, Kansas City Chiefs. They get Jones back, and yes. they look all the better for it. Mm-hmm. And they're only six and three, like that record, like. Kansas City are much better than that,
0: <laughs> and they they had their problems um, from earlier in the season when Mahomes was injured and and still playing through it, and they've managed to get what is that? They've got two wins from Matt Moore now. Yeah, two so and that's, one. That's but good. They lost, they lost the Ravens game. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like the the Vikings were still somehow very much in this game until Damian Williams had that ninety uh, odd yard, uh, rushing touchdown.
1: I uh, thought they were in it from forcing a couple of fumbles and Yeah, turnovers. You know, they, they got a couple of turnovers in good positions.
0: Turnovers been ball games.
1: And they were able to call like Harrison's hit a couple of Harrison's hits in this game. Well wow. masterpiece. Yeah, he's a great heavy hitter. Um in the end, one more can I say? Andy Reid play designs good plays mm-hmm. and Matt Moore is Mahomes a scheme quarterback? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, and also,
0: Sammy Watkins had some incredible catches in this game. Great one-handed catches. But Tyreek Hill, man. Uh, that first touchdown catch that he had where he outran the defender, like diving catch in the air, right at the corner, like front corner of the end zone. Thing of beauty, uh, and he had other ones where he was going up for contested catches as well. And then on that, like, I think the most impressive feat for me was when Damien Williams had that 90 odd uh, yard run. And he was probably about a good 20 yards back from him at the the 40.
1: And he just he runs him, up behind him, him puts his arm it, around yeah.
0: him being like, hey, it's okay, I got this. I'll make sure there's no one around you. He's so fast. It's just, it's just not right. He is an, he's absolutely he's unfair. He's, he's a cheat code. Yeah. And th- and that's all that needs to be said about him. Um, yeah, like, how, how are you feeling about, about Cousins in a game like this? Uh, I mean, does does this, again, show that he can't do it in a big game? Or is this just a case of, yeah, just sometimes this these things happen? What? And he was missing some weapons, there was injuries here
1: and there, and they were in it until the end. I think that's all he can do for this team, is get, keep them in the game. He didn't throw any interceptions. He... He had a couple of throws that looked a bit like who hey, were you throwing to Kurt. But I think the whole team needs to perform a bit better. I can't you can't put it all on cousins. He's so hot and cold, I get it, but
0: Everyone loves putting it on cousins and like that's just what everyone focuses on. So like I don't know, he didn't totally put the team on his shoulders here, but he certainly didn't doom them either. No, so I think that's about as fair as you can say but um, I think we're expected to get Mahomes back next week
1: yeah if you want if they need him to come back who are they play next week
0: uh, da, da,
1: da, da, da. Uh,
0: Kansas City G schedule you
1: know I should, oh, it's,
0: it's actually at the top I know I should uh, Titans next week
1: I wouldn't bring him back yet <laughs> shows your a, it's a, it's a high way? opinion
0: of the Titans <laughs> yeah uh speaking of teams you have high opinions of let's talk about the new york jets and the miami dolphins shall we okay so sam darnold what the hell was that that was probably the worst game i've i've seen from him uh as a jet like he had that that one nice drive at the beginning and you're thinking it's going the right way and then he starts just he threw a silly pick
1: he had, like his pick in the end zone was, probably the worst play I've seen all season, and I've seen what Watson throw it backwards. Mm, yeah. I feel like Watson probably had a concussion and threw it backwards, and that's fine. Like, but Darnold, like Darnold was rolling out to his two, left, second and nine, and he had another go at it. Yeah. And he was gonna lose like two yards, so it was gonna be third and eleven, chance to kick a field goal. And he like he lobbed it up straight up. to like three defenders.
0: L- lame duck towards the, the the front pylon where where there was about three guys waiting, and they just went, "Oh, thank you very much.
1: I'll take that." And that kills a team. And you could see it was killing a team because the safety in the second half when they had a chance to no, start moving. Oh yeah, yeah. And two safeties in this game I, very rare. I can't. I couldn't tell. We sorry, but the the left tackle was. Was he telling Sam Darnold to lay off his centre or was he shouting it? It was it just didn't seem very good. I'm not Whatever sure it, was going yeah. on there, it seemed like Darnold had packed a 19-year-old hissy fit this, at his center when he's meant to be a captain. No,
0: he he is very young, but he is supposed to be a leader. But this team is under so much stress right now. And I I think that they they felt the humiliation of this game. Because the Miami Dolphins are a team who are actively tanking. And, and the
1: Jets just spent, like, 40 million a year in free agency. Uh-huh. And the
0: Dolphins... Like...
1: <laughs> the Dolphins are now, like, up to the
0: number four pick or something in this. Despite the fact that they're trying to actively tank. But, like, they've been in games recently. They've, they've like, caused teams some problems. Um... I, I, I don't for the life of me know how. But... Um, yeah for like to their credit they're totally not giving up on this season they're they're trying to get wins so that gives me a little bit more faith that perhaps they're at least just trying to show face that they're actually not tanking uh, maybe this is their one win, and then after that, they'll be like, No, no, we're, we're crap again, we're not going to worry about it. But, um, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, the th- three touchdowns in the first half
1: injured reserve conspiracy that I'm feeling with a few teams. Mm. Oh, like, you're injured for the year, we'll pay you. Yeah, there just seems to be so many players right now that could be playing, even the Panthers with Cam Newton, where they're just like, No, we're happy with mediocre or crap, mm. and we're you're going to be on IR because you make us too good. So, Preston because Williams is the Preston next Williams one, Preston right? Williams is gone. Um. After having such a good game, was Albert Wilson injured for this one as well? I uh, really yeah, he it. wasn't
0: playing this one. Um. But yeah, no, you're you're very 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 cynical there, Darren. Like, I mean, how how would a a, a large American corporation, uh, such as the NFL, manipulate that sort of stuff? Um. They were also very ineffective in the running game, but didn't matter because they already managed to get three touchdowns and the Jets just kept giving them decent field position
1: there's a jamal adams four tackles none assisted one sack two tackles for loss and another trade request
0: probably <laughs> gotta
1: be gone he's like he was no but this is the thing he didn't off oh, put in a trade request this whole thing oh yeah yeah was him he wants saying it now he wouldn't shouldn't be getting shopped he mm. is their best player and i kind of agree with that if you believe that he did say like would you shop Mahomes or Donald. And that's like, a bit much. It's like, come on, Jamal. It's like, no, no, Jam- no Jamal Adams,
0: we, we love you, right? But no there's a at. certain... Because like, yeah, Ramsey... No, your, your value. value. So... Yeah.
1: He's more like Ramsey
0: than he is like... Apparently, they were they were trying to shop him for the likes of Zach Martin from the Cowboys. And, like, if you're trying to protect the future of your franchise and you fully believe that that is Sam Darnold and you have a pretty abysmal offensive line, and that, but maybe that's a decent thing to do. Like, it might, might work out, but, you know... It's it's a guard. He's quite valuable, but I don't think he's, he's quite as valuable few, as someone like Jamal few Adams. on those
1: tires, you know. Yeah. Zach Martin. But yeah. Okay, so this game, Miami Dolphins win. They shouldn't <laughs> have signed. Fitzgerald, cause he, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, because he wins games, and you should have known that he'd pick you probably at least two wins a season if you played him in like yeah ten games.
0: Uh, one totally non-football uh, aspect of this is that at the end of the game, Ryan Fitzpatrick was uh, was seen with his his, his kids, uh, basically saying this is a great lesson for them, just showing that you know you can like Pump make make, make the them. best of any situation and just 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 enjoy yourself and you know. It just doesn't matter how bad things look; you can still find Steven joy Wolfs in something.
1: And Brian Flores going. No, that he, he's talking too much sense. Yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> he's cut. It's like Minka. It's like, what do you mean you want to catch interceptions? Pad them down. I wonder. Pad them down.
0: <laughs> I wonder what Brian Flores thought about his Gatorade bath after that as well. I mean, just I would guess take it. Um, you know. Yeah, it
1: was a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah, so anyway. They they, they had, both they, one and eight or whatever it is. 1 and, um, 7. one and seven. and they're both getting lottery picks. Yeah. So let's
0: go. Jets eighteen, Dolphins twenty six in that one. Uh the Chicago Bears are awful.
1: Oh god, I don't even want to talk about the Chicago Bears. Well we they can get to, to this real quick. To drop Trubisky. He has to go.
0: There's like He had about nine yards in the first half
1: Total, of this game. Including the running backs.
0: He was terrible. I've uh, said
1: this before, and I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I have a, my number one wide receiver pick in fantasy was Alan Robinson.
0: That was ill advised, Darren.
1: <laughs> and he's a good player. Mm-hmm. And when Chase Daniels played, he got four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And he's literally touched the ball three times since. Mm-hmm. It's been
0: awful. Well, you, you know that, that nine yards that the Bears put up in the first half? That? that was the fewest in an opening half in the last 40 years. Nine yards. Nine <laughs> And like, like the Packers weren't far behind that earlier, like in this in another game that we'll talk about later on today, but nine yards is so abysmal. And um in the, at the end, it only it only totaled up about hundred and fifty yards. That's so really, really this so stat bad. sheet
1: is devastating though. Trey Burton with no receptions for one target. Mm-hmm. Like Allen Robinson, one reception for five targets and
0: mm. um, Anthony Miller getting one target
1: like they and then Trubisky one thing that Trubisky is really good at is running the ball is he see so you, you see that <laughs> Buffalo put in Josh Allen knowing that he's got some like they can use him minor issues but they can run the ball they can play it but Trubisky they don't run any plays for him to run the ball and then it just means that he's stuck in the pocket making terrible decisions you're making him be a quarterback? Yes. Heaven,
0: like... heaven forbid! Like it's clearly not the way to go with him. Like whatever they managed to do last year, like managed to hide all the flaws that he had. He had a five touchdown game at some point last year, uh, but the, it, like this year, it, it's what obvious what he Brown? is. I, I can't remember, but <laughs> it was it was terrible. Um on the, on the other side of the ball, the Philadelphia Eagles were good. I mean the, the the Bears defense is still good, but they're missing players. They're not quite performing to the same level as they had in in the past. Um but the the Eagles did enough to put put enough distance between themselves and the Bears to just be able to take their foot off the gas and and run it a bit in the second half. Are the
1: um the NFC North playing the AFC East this season? Or is the Pats game next week a one-off game? Uh, so in other words, the, the, do the Cowboys play the Pats? Yes, they do. The following uh, week. Yeah. So this is next week's huge for Philadelphia. Yes. If they can get something against the Pats and then Dallas don't. Mm. Back, then... To, back to being a
0: massive Eagles fan next week and then a massive Cowboys fan the week after that <laughs> for me.
1: But if you think, if one of these teams, whoever can maybe take something off the Pats, in the next two weeks, or next three weeks, because it's a bye week.
0: I'm not so sure what I feel about the Eagles in that one, but the Cowboys right now, like the, I think they, uh, well, we'll get on to them later on, but they did, did say that they were so far ahead in this game, really. Sorry, in that game against the Giants, but they just couldn't get out of their own way. They kept causing problems for themselves. Mm. And if they manage to cut out those mistakes, they are going to cause anyone problems. Mm. Um sorry, but we'll 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 get onto those teams later. So, you know, if are you
1: wrong. jump into water you get wet. So yes. This, it, oh, yeah.
0: If you have taking no jump
1: water <laughs> wet. If you if you caused yourself problems, you cause yourself problems. That's not really it's not something you fix overnight, as mm. I have found out this season.
0: Yes, indeed. Um so
1: yeah um, 22-14, yeah. Yeah, 22-14
0: to the Eagles, they move on to five and four. Bears lose four straight and dropped three and five and need to think about making a change. Um another team who maybe should have made a change recently is the Indianapolis Colts, who didn't need to make a change at quarterback, but they probably should have made a change at kicker, to be fair. Because Adam Vinatieri just cost them another game. Yeah. It's it's sad, but uh, the Colts ended up going into Pittsburgh, getting an opportunity to, to take the game, and ended up losing 24-26 on a missed field goal uh, in the final moments. Um, Brian Hoyer just
1: being out of his skin in the second half of this guy. Just having a really good game, but it wasn't enough.
0: Nah. Really put it up there another, another three touchdowns for, for Brian Hoyer after uh, Jacoby Brissett was knocked out of the game with a knee injury. It looked pretty scary. And people kind of thought, oh crap, could this maybe be his season? But no, by the sounds of things, it's actually not as serious as was first believed. So he could be, could even be back next week, um, for all we know. But um they might try and play it safe and just keep Hoyer in there because you know, Hoyer's a decent backup uh they just kind of it was i'm trying to think about the best way to put this one here the pittsburgh steelers just did enough to get their noses out in front i still when i first saw him i I wanted to believe that rudolph could go somewhere but i'm not i'm not seeing it anymore um i think um he tried to he tries to do stuff but there's so many rather rookie looking plays here and he gets bailed out by his by his team sometimes um but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't win a game the rest of the year
1: it's That's just deals. yeah yeah we so got play the Browns twice
0: so. oh yeah so they'll win at least two games <laughs> um
1: they'll anyway
0: the defense is uh, is showing up a bit at least there, there's some some good good plays being made on that side uh, Bud Dupree is um, enjoying a pretty decent contract year after being awful for the the first few years of his career. Um, not great, but good. And yeah, I don't know. Minka Fitzpatrick still playing well. Um, I still don't think he's maybe worth the uh, the the pick that they traded away. I, I, I don't know. I think the, the difference in this one was. Clearly that missed field goal from Adam Vinatieri at the end. They were really pretty well matched
1: uh, throughout the rest of it. though. So. Um, well, with Vinatieri, I I wonder if they wave him if he'll be on the Pats next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. It's, it's, being, it's writing itself again, isn't it? And then he gets some chip shots for most of the season and it's a 50-yarder in the...
0: In the, in the, no, he's
1: not going to the Super
0: Bowl, <laughs> Darren. I was like, in the in the where in the where don't say it, and then you said it.
1: <laughs> but it, it does ride itself. Um, Colts will be fine. Five and three in a division that's a nice fight. They just need to keep going. The Colts
0: are like they're always in super close games. Like it's literally every single game that they've played, this season has been decided by one possession.
1: Well, this is the issue. On on offense, they just don't have. We say talent wins games. Their offense is their offensive line is amazing, but they haven't got you know Jack Doyle's not really getting enough going. Ebron is after Ebron was Luck's best mate, but him mm. and Brissett aren't connecting. And
0: Zach Zach Pascal's been a bit of a bit of a find. Paris Campbell got a look in this this week. He dropped it twice. Yep, and I think he might have picked up an injury through the course of it as well. But, um,
1: yeah, yeah t- there's, there's there's no... Hilton's towards half or something, so... Mm. Like, they don't have a lot of talent in their receiving court, or they don't have probably the right kind of talent for um, what they're looking for. Because mm. um, Jack Doyle, he's a bit... When he's on his game, he's... It's one of the better tight ends yeah. in the league, yeah, definitely. But if he's getting jump balls and not really getting much chance, then... Yeah, they they need to kind of start... I think without T.Y. Hilton, they need to find some way mm. to break the game open a bit more. Cause yeah,
0: he, he stretches that field so much when he's out there. He, he is a game changer. Some can have
1: two big plays and be up 14-0, and the Colts just never seem to, to get there. No, they, they never. When they have the potential to. Yeah,
0: they, they, they struggle to get their noses out in front. Um, and had they done that in this game, then perhaps they would have held on. But uh, they didn't. The Steelers come out winners in that one. Uh, the Oakland Raiders versus Detroit Lions was a Pretty good game this week, actually. Um, the Raiders came out on top, but it was a real like <laughs> gunslinging like uh, display from both Matthew Stafford and uh, Derek Carr. Um, S- Stafford putting it up there for over four hundred yards, three scores. Kenny Galladay was on fire. Marvin Jones was absolutely insane. He had about th- three world class grabs throughout the course of this game and <laughs> well, Goloday, um caught a ball down the left sideline, probably about 25 yards out, and just put this move on the Raiders' defender, which seemed really simple, but it was just so so deft, and he just picked this angle and left the guy in the dust. It was really, really good to look at. Um, on, on the Raiders' side of the ball, uh, Josh Jacobs is... Really putting up uh, a very strong performance for potential offensive rookie of the year. Uh, two scores and a buck twenty in this one, and he just looks so sharp. He he is he's got the cuts. He hits the holes right, and he's a receiving threat at the backfield as well. Like what what more do you want? He's a a good modern NFL running back.
1: He's the kind of player that without um, Carry On Johnson, the Lions don't have. Hmm. They rushed with, like, four different players in this game. No one got over 50 yards.
0: Ty Johnson was uh, the one that people were sort of saying, oh, he's going to be the one to start carrying the load. Like, nah, nine carries, 29 yards. JD McKissick had four for 32, but, like, one Lions, of those was on a big
1: one. The Lions have had issues in certain positions for since I've been watching the NFL. Yeah. And it's at tight end. They don't get their tight ends involved. Ebron mm-hmm. didn't do anything for them yep. and then suddenly had 20 touchdowns in one season for the Colts yep. next year. <laughs> They've got TJ Hopkins, who's probably one of the most athletic and gifted players in the league. He's getting gets used more. Free receptions, but that's that's up from what they were doing with tight ends last year. Mm-hmm. And then running backs. What was it? Kerryon Johnson was the first player and week 14 last year to go for 100 yards since like Barry Sanders something, <laughs> something stupid like that yeah, it was I, think like it was, I, I think it was i think it was
0: Tatum Bell perhaps was one of the, the previous ones but it was a long time It like it's very silly yeah i mean it was just for for the longest time they Is were it, the it was it was just it was Matt Stafford through to um Megatron and stuff like that for a long time uh, it was just what their their focus was um They've, they've, they've gone through a couple of GMs uh, in the past. I mean, uh, Matt Millen was famously a not very good GM for them. Uh, excellent commentator and um, I believe, was he a cancer survivor now? But he's he's back and he's commentating. Uh, good guy. He was a great player as well. Um, but just not a good GM.
1: Yeah, I think on that kind of conversation, we have to just probably not much more to add to this, this game. But Mike Mayo's done a good job. Yeah. Um, Josh Jacobs. Raiders are competitive. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is doing exactly what Mike Mayo said he was gonna do. I'm not sure In about Cattell the Cleveland Farrell pick though. He's still
0: not producing. I am not sure if he's even got a sack yet this year.
1: As long as he's involved. They have to build a whole team, you know, they've got Lamarcus Joyner, they've got um I don't know, really Trayvon Mallon's pretty good. They it's a new team, they're growing with each other and maybe next year they can spend 18 million on someone else <laughs> and well, pick at least... up another talent and just kind of get themselves a bit further ahead. I'm assuming, we were talking about this because Conley was so good for the, the Texans. Um, Texans that I wonder if there's something going to come up in the future for Conley in terms of his college past, which was why he dropped to the third round mm. two years ago. He was a first round talent, but he had some um some fighting or he'd got involved in in something at college that it, the raiders would pick him but not many yeah. other teams would well, I just and saw the, the fact bit... that they've moved him on i'm wondering if that's going to pop up again because conley he was good for the for the texans and you got some insider tmz information there or something no no yeah. it just seems like the kind of move that nfl teams make when they know the player i mean when they know he, the he was also cut after
0: having a really garbage uh like showing in a game but yeah maybe so yeah keep keep a keep an eye on on that one there dear listeners um but yeah it was it was a good game came right down to the wire the lions got right down to the one yard line before uh, uh matt stafford threw the ball up to the back of the end zone only for carl joseph to get all the way over the receiver
1: run it in <laughs> why Wrong didn't they in. run the
0: ball um, but no, good one. I would, I would recommend going back and looking at the um, the highlights for that one because it was a thoroughly entertaining game. Speaking of a thoroughly entertaining game, so from one game which was decided at the death to another one that went past the death and into overtime, and that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Seattle Seahawks. So the Se- Seahawks came out on top in this one, uh, 40 points to 34 in overtime. Uh, five touchdowns from Russell Wilson in this one to to bring up a career high. Um, but the Buccaneers, they were still in this one for nope. uh, a lot of the game. They were ahead 21-7 at one point as well.
1: It's it's just a shame on Winston that he goes the whole game, probably his first game in his whole life, that he hasn't thrown an interception. <laughs> and he fumbles the ball for a touchdown, and the game ends by one touchdown.
0: That was unfortunate, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: he just can't seem to get out of his own way. And I think they'll move on. Um, but they're a fun team They've got some good players
0: I love watching the Buccaneers For, for a 2-6 and six team I, I can't remember a 2-6 and six team That I've been more interested in At least keeping an
1: eye on each week That aren't a garbage fire Because there's a 2-16 and 16 team Which are riveting just now <laughs> For the yeah. complete opposite reason oy, oy, oy. Can we just give it to um, Dari Ogunwale For mm-hmm. his um, stat line one carry, one yard, one touchdown, one average yard.
0: God, that sounds like a, a Zach Zenner special from a couple of years ago. <laughs> that was a, that's, that's a cracker right there. I think, I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure that there was, a, I can't remember if it was a Patriots running back or something, but he ended up having more touchdowns than he did yards in a season once because he was only getting it, not just from like the one yard line, he was getting it from the half yard line.
1: And then his receptions, one reception for 12 yards for a first down off one target. Mm-hmm. Has anyone done more with less? With less <laughs> in a game. Contributions. Speaking of contributions, uh Shaquille Barrett, another
0: half sack today. I'll take I'll take I'll take a, a light light high five for that one. Just there we go. Not sure if that came up on the capture, but yeah, still keeping himself up there. Our boy. And as ever, Shaq, if you're listening, holler at your boy. Come on, he gets back on here again. Um on the Seattle side of things, actually, before we flip over to Seattle, Mike Evans, another monster game, 12 receptions, 180 yards.
1: Uh, Shades of Megatron. He's oh doing a lot, but for what? Why? For, for, for <laughs> why? Money, I guess. Yeah. Uh, There's not much else going on for him. He's never been involved in any season after a certain point.
0: Uh, yeah, f- fully impressive. And um, in terms of impressive players, he was still outshone really by uh, Tyler Lockett. And uh, D.K. Metcalf was incredible in on this one, too. Uh, Lockett's uh, 13 receptions for 152 yards and two scores, including a couple of real beauties down the sideline from, from Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had some excellent passes in this game. And uh, like he, he wasn't completely flawless, but he's just capable of putting these balls in places for, for receivers, which at the beginning of the season we were saying, oh, we're a little bit concerned about how this team's going to show up. But DK Metcalf is proving to be a very, very shrewd signing.
1: I always believed in him. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the whole. He he's big and he might not be able to turn. So he was a slow. He was really
0: bad right in his agility at tests.
1: At the end, yeah, <laughs>
0: Tom Brady had better agility tests. It's it's uh, that's a fact. That is Have the you numbers. seen the man run like? He's not a man. He's
1: a bear. <laughs> a, it, a bear on rocket skates. That touchdown he had. At the end of that, um, was at the third, right at the end of the game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was just outstanding. He was so fast. He made those defense streaking away from the defender near him, fifty-three yards, uh, from from Wilson on that one, one hundred and twenty-three yards of six receptions.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. Jacob Hollister also had a pretty good game in this mm-hmm. one, uh, including the the game-winning, uh, ten-yard touchdown catch in overtime. Um, another. Uh, he's a guy who they picked up from the, the Patriots
1: practice, practice squad. Yeah. Who need a tight end?
0: Yeah, it's like a Yeah, they were Izzo could really
1: was of that. injured. Uh, Lutz was injured, and they got Ben Watson in like, and they had this guy <laughs> on the typical <laughs> yeah, he, he looked good. Uh,
0: the Patriots averaging something like twenty nine yards uh, a game from their tight ends or something. It's not not great. When you consider that they were a team that previously had Gronk, uh, a bit of a bit of change, a, a catch. Yeah, oh god, How, like we need to stop talking about the Patriots before we get to them. I know they're they're the Super Bowl champions and everything like that. And ugh, yeah, just move on. So yeah, uh, Buccaneers, lots of points in this one. Again. Again, and still no win. Seattle Seahawks looking strong, seven and two. NFC favourites? Still put the 49ers up there? You're, gonna, you're,
1: you're shaking your head. Like, this this it, is... It um, really doesn't translate to a podcast. Because I'm going to be... You're going to say Saints. No, I'm going to say Green Bay. I still think... Still I think Green Bay, Bay have had their game. I'm sure we're going to get to it. But I think they've got a we're clean run you. now. Like, they had their bad game. Now they've got...
0: See what happens with it. I mean, we'll, we'll get to talking about the Green Bay-San Diego game soon, but before we do that... <laughs> what, three years ago? <laughs> before we do that, we have um, the 4th and Forever Bowl, the Cleveland Browns taking on the Denver Broncos, uh, the Brandon Allen-led Denver Broncos, nonetheless. Do you want to talk about this one, Dan?
1: Well, I have takes.
0: Um... I thought... Broncos won, by the way, 24-19. I'm happy with that. They were
1: pretty bad for most, the most part in this game, though. <laughs> they really um, were. They had three free plays for all of their yards and got 21 points off of pretty much free plays. They had yep. Fant go for 75 when he broke four tackles. It was
0: three, three nailed-on tackles, and he just bowled through one guy, shrugged off one guy, palmed off another and then used his speed. He's really good at running in a straight
1: line. That's what Noah Fant's all about. You get and, the ball in his hands, then set him off in space. And they had like a 30-yard reception where Denzel Ward didn't expect... Cortland him, Sutton. Sutton to catch it over his shoulder. Uh, are you, Great yeah. catch, but you know... Yeah, absolutely. You know. should be blocking that if a, you're a quarterback.
0: Yeah. A term that you'll have heard this one described as a lot is Cortland Sutton mossed Denzel Ward. That's because that was a quintessential Randy Moss play. Where the cornerback's like, oh, I've got this, and then all of a sudden, just over his shoulder, Cortland Sutton just leaps up and just snags it away from a place he had absolutely no business being and comes down with it. Uh Brandon Allen did what he needed to do in this game, which was not too much. Stop up two scores.
1: Being able to get out of contain and run for first downs was huge for the Broncos. You guys felt Phil Phil Lindsay didn't was strong. Have that. Um Philip Lindsay, yeah, his touchdown, he broke, contained, and got out, what, for a 30-yard run mm. unimpeded into the end zone. Yep. Just, I don't know. Like, I don't think the Browns' defense is that bad. And it, the irony being is that I said that they were going to go 0-4 to start the season, and it was mm. going to be Wilkes' fault. Mm-hmm. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> their, their defense is they're, not the problem minus here. four, but it's not Wilkes' fault. To be fair, he's kept them in a lot of games when they really have shot themselves. Mm-hmm in the foot, like Callaway, what, Pickett hitting his elbow and getting caught for an interception on the, on the goal line with C- the Seahawks, and mm. Landry doing exactly the same thing when they're in field goal range against the um against 49ers, I think it was. Mm. There was the one game where it was pretty much a 14-point swing. Yeah, on that cause one. It was a touchdown catch to Callaway, and he hit it up in the air and it was intercepted, And literally, the 49ers scored straight away. And it was 40-0 after, like, five minutes. And you're like, it could have been 7-0. Okay, so with the Browns, they've got to move on from Kitchens. They have to. You've had enough. You've had enough. You have to. His his fourth down plays, not including the one against Seattle where he blew it dead when they were about to score. Mm. They had it. And then he ran exactly the same play again. And... (laughs) Carol's just like, thanks, mate. <laughs> and then, so I don't know our podcast listeners if they know how shotgun works, but. Explain, when, Darren. Come on. We, we have time. So it's, it's pretty much when a running back is standing to the left or the right of the quarterback. And you can hand it off, or you can they can run and, out and, and the quarterback's
0: stand. not directly under center. He's yeah. standing like maybe about three yards back. Yeah, and the ball is then thrown from the center. To you. Yeah, most of our listeners should should get that, but it's good, to, good good to be sure. Yeah, good so to be sure. We're we're teaching
1: on third and fourth down. The Browns are running empty gun, which is when your running back doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. With probably the worst offensive line in the league, should probably
0: explain he's not like disappeared completely off no, of the face of the earth. For they're playing four wide, wide receivers, receivers or tight ends in this
1: game because case. they're trying to make all their wide receivers happy. But that's a completely different matter. Yeah, they don't have Chubb in a game on a third down. They don't have him in on most fourth downs. They are running empty gun ninety percent more than any other team in the league,
0: which changes the way that the defense treats. What you're about to do Because they know there's gives, no running threat So
1: they can then double team Both Landry and OBJ mm-hmm. And you're relying on Callaway Making an over the shoulder pass To get you a touchdown Or Ricky Seals-Jones Catching it in the end zone Which mm. he caught But he ran out of play It was Well that, that that pass you'd be expecting
0: Baker to hit a little bit earlier perhaps yeah. Um, or at least, like Ricky Seals Jones has to have the presence of mind to stop himself from running because he was open yeah. at the back of the end zone and could have
1: kept them well in it. Um, but the the choices they're making as play calls are putting Baker Mayfield under so much pressure because Chubb isn't there. Mm. I think in watching this game, the times that they converted on third and long was when Chubb would make a good block and give Baker enough time to find Landry. In slant because yeah. he's getting enough time to actually make his route.
0: It's just it's not the same offense as it was no. last year. They've well, they've, last they've, year they've improved they the playing... personnel, but they've completely failed in their system. Like I think the pressure's gotten to kitchens. He's not being what he needs to
1: be. Well, they were playing in their system. They were playing more like how the Ravens play, mm-hmm. where they'd have Hilliard and um, Landry, or Hilliard or Landry and Chubb mm-hmm. in shotgun. So it's three guys in the backfield. And then you can make these little runs, handoffs. You can do little, like, dump passes. They have none of that just now. Mm-hmm. And when Chubb's on the field, he's the best player on the field. Yeah. And they keep taking him off in big moments. They, I think they ran a third and three with Hilliard in. Mm-hmm. And then they went for the fourth, and they still didn't bring Chubb back in. So it was very obvious they were going for a quarterback sneak, which yeah. they didn't make. And they lost the game. Yeah. I think if they made that, they win the game because they would have hopefully run it in with some. this is the thing you'd hope that it would have, have been a standard way in.
0: for a Broncos uh, team to lose as well. Just uh, you heartbreakingly towards the very end of the game. Um, you mentioned trying to please uh, all the wide receivers on the Browns. Uh, Jarvis Landry's nine-yard touchdown reception at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, that was like how many receiving touchdowns do Browns wide receivers have this season? One. Oh, that was the second. Second. Oh, yeah, OBJ yeah. from
1: the 10-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> so in the red zone, one. Yeah, in the red zone, one. Their red zone numbers. Like, this is... In the poor. In the red zone last year, Baker, 20 touchdowns, no interceptions. This mm-hmm. year, like, five interceptions, one touchdown or something. hmm It's... It's Freddie's fault.
0: Yeah. Uh, just... So... Well, going back over at the Broncos, and credit where it's due, Brandon Allen's two passing touchdowns in the first half were more than Joe Flacco had thrown for in October. Fair enough. Um, and uh, Joe Flacco has gone
1: to IR. Yeah, so another IR conspiracy there.
0: Yeah, you're loving that one. Um, he comes out at the end of the game last week and just basically says that it wasn't good enough. He didn't enjoy the decision-making on offense, uh, the play-calling. And now he's been told and he's going to be out Elway for five six weeks. Neck. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Elway just picked him up and said, "No, that's enough joke." You're not, <laughs> you're not tall enough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get Cam Newton next year. Um, so yeah, credit words to you, Brandon Allen. Never started a game before in his life in the NFL. Does so at twenty eight, I think, and comes away with a victory for the Broncos, who end up three and six out of this one. Browns are now two and six. The Broncos. The Broncos. Uh, and uh, once again, Cortland Sutton, Cortland easy, Sutton's
1: amazing. The Browns now have the easiest schedule in the league.
0: So let's see if we can start we can doing get something. A couple
1: wins against the Bengals and go from there. Yeah, still got to play the Bills next week. Yeah, that's not
0: not not a nice one to deal with.
1: Why are they playing? Uh, why are the four games against the Steelers and the Bengals so late in the season? Usually uh, they're right at the start. Yeah, the scheduling
0: stuff's weird. I think while well, like who was it? it? Was not like the Jets. Play no no.
1: I know that they were annoyed last year because they had to play Pittsburgh away because Ed Sheeran was playing. (laughs) I know that that (laughs) was. I I am
0: annoyed by the existence of Ed Sheeran also.
1: But because they lost, they drew that game, and they they were meant to this season. They were meant to play the home game first, but they couldn't because Mm. Ed Sheeran exists. Damn Ed Sheeran! Damn you! So I can see the scheduling can move, but it's just weird. Yeah, like the Bills and the 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 Patriots are playing their last game really late as well, which I guess. Will be more entertaining, but usually there's so much earlier.
0: I don't know, man. Take it up with league office. Uh, another thing was with- <laughs> 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 get on the phone. Hello, hello, hello a Raj.
1: In New Zealand.
0: <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, oh man, we'll, we'll we'll change it straight away next season. Oh, and fire Freddy kitchens. Yeah, that also. Um, another weird uh, instance from this week was that the Green Bay Packers were absolutely manhandled by the Los Angeles Chargers. What the hell was that all about? Where did that come from?
1: I think it was a mix of the travel and just the Chargers having a good game for once. The Chargers have a really good team. They have they had Ingram and Bosa back. Gordon's probably about match fit now. hmm And Philip Rivers didn't throw the ball straight at Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> three times. So
0: Well, I think the, the, the main like the, the way that the Chargers beat Aaron Rodgers is to not let Aaron Rodgers have the ball. Because I think Green Bay had about eighteen plays in the first half. And that that was over the course of about seven and a half minutes. And the the Chargers just just churned up the yards, took it easy, took all these times off all this time off the clock with like like five, seven, eight minute drives. Um, they would usually result in field goals, but they put up points on the board and then on defense, just started stuffing Rodgers. Uh, never got them, never allowed them to get moving with Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams on the ground, and um,
1: yeah, it just it scary to say that the Chargers were a bit Patriots esque. Like look at the, look at the way they played. There was no, neither team turned the ball over, mm-hmm. so that's good for both sides. But on third down efficiency, the LA Chargers were double converted double the amount of. For a dance that um they got it was in efficient into what Green Bay got and then ten minutes more time of possession and they had three less penalties like it seems like they were stable in the first half to kind of play a perfect game and somehow ends up to be like they could have been obviously 25, 26 points mm. up but nineteen you know you kick a couple of field goals get a couple of touchdowns yeah um. I just, they I think in the end Green Bay dug themselves too much of a hole and they probably passed this game. Yeah. At some point in the second quarter, they probably went. We don't want to get Aaron Rodgers injured. We don't want to get Devontae Adams re injured. Like I think they probably, kind of went. Oh well, we this game got away with us early, and we'll just get through it now.
0: Yeah, that uh, Chargers defense still really. Handled them. Uh, the 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 numbers won't show a whole load of sacks, but Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa were causing problems. Uh, They they end up with a a sack and a half each in this one, Um, and yeah, they were just they were in the backfield all the time. Um,
1: Aren't they? A couple of
0: big plays from Mike Williams in this one as
1: well. He was looking really sharp. They're not Um, very far away. If well, it depends. I think if they go into next week five and five. Well, if they win next week and they're five and five, we could see Durbin James back. I think if they lose next, they're week, not they're in, not out of this uh, division. If they lose but. next week and they're four and six, then uh, they'll probably leave Durbin James on IR. But that's Thomas Davis, Durbin James, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. it's
0: pretty good. Denzel Perryman, yeah, Desmond King, like there's Jerry Tillery was back playing as well. He's uh, we wasn't massive in this game or anything, but uh, it's good to see him back. So he was injured. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, in this one, I mean, yeah, it it wasn't a, a fantastic performance in terms of like putting up loads of points and numbers or anything like that. But the Chargers just kept the ball away from the Packers, and that was ultimately what got them to win. Two touchdowns from Melvin Gordon in this one as well.
1: Yeah, I. I know you like t- some teams have kicker issues, chargers, bears. Mm-hmm. I think if you win a game by more than a touchdown, it doesn't matter about your kicker. No. I mean In at the end of the games, so yeah. Anyway.
0: Well Mike Mike Badger wasn't fantastic in this one. But, but he, uh, he
1: missed a field goal, but, but and an uh, easy field goal that but But he has the
0: like best new nickname. Yeah. Money Badger. Let's let's not play on the honey badger there. I like it. Like, as soon as I heard about that, he then went and missed a kick. But that's fine.
1: (laughs) But if you're beating a team so handily, then you can miss a couple of field goals. Mm -hmm. I just think it's like, don't take as many field goals and score more touchdowns and it won't matter if Mm. your kicker's a bit off.
0: Well, speaking of a kicker who was a bit off, Justin Tucker missed an extra point. But that certainly did not matter because the Ravens absolutely
1: handed it to the New England Patriots that sounds very um leading from you there yeah yeah it's like you've been waiting to say that for a while
0: well not necessarily but I did enjoy it um the Baltimore Ravens beating the Patriots 37 to 20 the first proper team that the Patriots have had to play this season and um they were I wouldn't quite say exposed but the Ravens like they they did what they needed to do in this one. The, the the Patriots would not have been in this game had it not been for a couple of rather nasty Baltimore turnovers, um a couple of fumbles here and there. Um like one from Mark Ingram was a real killer. Uh, uh, Cyrus Jones lost one too on a on a punt return, which left them both with a really short field and allowed the Patriots to get points on the board.
1: Patriots doing Patriots things. you know why they waived Cyrus Jones? <laughs> Two fumbles in one game. Yep. Wave him. He goes to the Ravens, which is his hometown. Yep. And he fumbles one. Cyrus Jones will be the happiest person in the world that they've <laughs> won that game by twice by seventeen points. Yeah, and he'll he's... be delighted. He'll be delighted until he gets cut. Um. How how harsh is John Harbour <laughs> He does seem to have a bit of a Belichick kind of vibe about him when he when he's not happy. But I don't think they will like it's such a difficult position to play. Yeah, the hurts. punt returner sometimes you can be the best in the world, but it's just one bobble. It happens in rugby with a fullback as well. It's just yeah, there one goes, bad There goes your career. Suddenly you concede a penalty, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved watching Brady get sacked a few times oh, in this yes. one. He, it was nice, he wasn't it? Got torn, <laughs> torn to the ground. Edelman that fumble, mm-hmm. he kind yeah. of deserved it. I'd say so as well. <laughs> it was such a good fumble as well, and it was like obviously a pick, a fumble six, mm-hmm. and it's just like, ha, take that, Julian.
0: Mm-hmm. I would like to apologize to any um, like sincere Patriots fans out there. Uh who who, who who are nice people? I'm sure you've
1: had eight games of just nonsense playing the worst teams in the league. Yeah. And it's about time that you had something like this happen. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go out next week and probably beat the Eagles by about thirty points. Or oh, next when you come back. Yeah when they come back. We oh, you have to stew on it for a week. Oh Belichick's gonna be oh. raging.
0: Well no 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 he's not gonna be raging. He's gonna use this and he's gonna motivate them <laughs> To, to come back stronger. like I, I reckon like this loss is probably a tool in order to make them come out stronger after the bye week. They, they needed a loss before their bye week because that's good, good this, for their psychology. My head
1: of Julian Edelman with the chopsticks or the matchsticks in his eyes uh-huh. watching his fumble... <laughs> over and over again yeah. for like 10 hours and then literally D-
0: Darren is um, uh, miming sort of like the clockwork orange thing uh, <laughs> it's
1: and then really unsettling he'll go out onto the field and he'll catch the ball and people just hit him with tackling yeah. <laughs> until he doesn't <laughs> drop it anymore Sounds about right. walks off the field crying and then the Patriots will probably win the next seven games mm. but
0: you know, L- Lamar Jackson was good in this one. He like, was. And the the, the scheming love... of this, the, the run pass options that they have, and like just the, the the little little flicks, the jet sweeps, they're so creative with them. And I think um the the Lamar Jackson his first touchdown run, where the the ball he seems to fully hand it off to Gus Edwards, and the ball is there. And I swear Gus Edwards even takes like two or three steps, and then Jackson goes, no, I'm taking that. And then just walks in untouched to the end zone. It was masterful. It was
1: great. Loved it. I it depressed me because what they were doing, some of the stuff they were doing this game is what Freddie Kitchens was doing with the Browns last year. Mm. Where you have three two or three guys in shotgun behind your quarterback. And it literally means you can just hand off the ball, you can pitch the ball, you can throw it, mm-hmm. you can run behind your tight your fullback or your running back. And Lamar has—I don't know what it is—he's got crazy hips or something.
0: Yeah, but he low center of
1: gravity he'll too. Hand look to hand it off to the guy on the right of him. It's usually on the right. That guy will then somehow be in front of him, mm. and he'll then have the ball in a running stance within a second of pretending it's to. Hand so, it's it so off. swift, and he can run high. Mm-hmm. So you know, they'll say running backs have to run low. Lamar runs with his body up. Yeah, and he doesn't seem to get. Injured like RG3 did, like Mm. touch wood, obviously. He knows, he
0: seems to know. I think RG3's probably taught him how to protect himself a bit more.
1: You know, he's got this kind of like pivot pivot between the tackles. Like, he watched Gus Edwards Mm. slam the line one time. He, and this is all in the space of like two seconds, it caves in and he goes left, he goes to the opposite side of the pile and he breaks for like a six yard run and a first down. It's like, he just kept doing it over and over again.
0: He has this moves and like he seems to be able to make himself skinny, which is a he's a, very skinny. He, he is, but he'd make himself that little bit skinnier and just manages to get through gaps that most quarterbacks wouldn't even try. Uh, and like that combined with his speed, it's like it's like trying to tackle a, a greased needle going through that there.
1: It's just it's really really difficult. He's going to there's going to be some point probably in the playoffs he's going to take a high hit. Yeah. He's, he's going to get well, at least one. Someone is going
0: to. Someone's going to knock him out of the game and uh, it's going to be a dirty hit and it's going to be the Patriots in the AFC <laughs> Championship game.
1: No, if they get it, will be the Bills in the wildcard game. Mm, probably. The Ravens are probably going to do a. I, I just. I don't know. The Ravens just seem like the kind of team that's probably going to lose to the Steelers but, <laughs> or the Browns at least one more time and probably <laughs> not win their division. Because. <laughs> They've already lost to the Browns. Sounds it. They they only beat the Bengals on like the last touch of the game. Mm. What did you think of the um, the Maryland Stadium, the whole light effect? I've seen that the, a couple the, of the, times. The kit now. and stuff. I, I was like, I hate when Celtics score and they do the lights. Yeah, the flashing the, lights thing. It's annoying. It messes but in with this me. Game. I was like, I think someone Chris Long was talking about how like if you're a neutral kid, if you're like a twelve year old kid watching football. This Ravens team, they're getting some merchandise moved. They're getting oh yeah. They're getting people buying like game weekend. Well, it's and fun, stuff. funny you like, say
0: stuff about merchandise because a friend of the show and uh, like friend friend of my family since he's born, uh, Andrew McConaughey mess, messaged me saying like so what did you think of that? And uh, also he has uh, he's fully on board with this and he's buying all the merch. He's a big Ravens fan. And, uh, he's, he's buying a spewer uh, <laughs> for Trevor. Top.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, like, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Well, or t- tank for Trevor is another one I think, which was uh, was
1: posted the by was my dad. But... Crap this year. So yeah, that's... yeah.
0: So don't want to go for either of those. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I like the way that the Ravens are doing this just now. Um, I just hope that it can be sustained uh, to a point where if they're called upon, they can do this to the Patriots again
1: yeah i i did listen to the the Ryan Russillo podcast which is Chris Long and obviously he played for the Pats and he yeah he was saying that this is different this isn't like as easy as some of the games of being with Belichick where you are think oh he'll game plan the next time mm-hmm. he doesn't he was saying he doesn't think this is as easy to game plan for no cuz like there's just so much with
0: that read option and like all these like you have to threats and the play what? action. Yeah, it's and it's if you it, have even if the running back if you if you think that it's a run play and it looks like it's a run play, but then the person who you thought has the ball doesn't have the ball
1: and Lamar. it's Lamar and he's streaking down the pitch. <laughs> and Marquise Brown is running a four yard yeah. a four a four second forty down the wing. There's a lot of completely speed completely unmarked, and yeah. all it takes is a pitch for when they're down in the end zone again. A lot of speed. Uh Tom Brady didn't have a particularly good game in
0: this one either. Uh, for whatever reason, he just threw this ball up in the third or fourth quarter, I think it was, um, an, an attempt at the punt. end zone. Yeah, full-blown arm punt,
1: and Earl Thomas just came down with it and returned it a, a bit as well. Um, I've been totally yeah. burnt. Sonny Michel getting three touchdowns when I was playing him at Fantasy. Typical. <laughs> but, James White, Rex Burhead, Burkhead, who nearly fumbled mm. in his back, And then Sonny Michel, eh, eh, the Russian game isn't all there and you're not going to get anything out of tom brady this team is literally the opposite of the ravens yeah and i'm glad for football that the ravens won this game because i think the way the ravens want to play we were talking about this before the season started like mm-hmm. what's wrong with it so many people were like it's not going to work but they gus edwards they have ingram they got lamar like what's wrong with playing this way like mm. I didn't see it and It works, it works I wish he'd picked Andrews in fantasy so. <laughs> He, he would have probably done quite well Especially at the start of the year But yeah, um,
0: The Patriots also like picked up Mohamed Sanu recently And he had a really good game in this one I think it was 10 catches uh, And a score um, and Kill
1: Harry's back after the bye
0: Yep, so the Patriots are only going to get stronger uh, In this one
1: moving on
0: shall we move on and to the final game of the week and that is the dallas cowboys uh beating up on the giants 37 to 18 but um like like we said it
1: wasn't that bad
0: like n- not, not 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 to, to begin, begin with at the end yeah but... they, i mean there's 21 of those points were in the fourth quarter and i think it was um at, at one point the giants were up um uh about nine nine three on on the cowboys and uh, there wasn't really much doing but then things just got out of hand.
1: There's been a couple so couple of teams pretty much three teams um this week that have had opportunities to really put a game away and haven't and have had to settle for field goals and it just it tells its own story. Redskins, they got nine points in the first like five mm-hmm. minutes in that game, they could yeah. kind have of had twenty one. The Browns, they had twelve points off of 12 red zone visits. No no touchdowns. And it was exactly the same with the Giants. They couldn't get in the end zone. They yeah. got into the red zone three times in the first half and couldn't get... Couldn't They had to settle for a roadside, so I think missed one as well. Mm. So they could have been... And D- Danny
0: Dimes is fumbling it away and throwing it away. Another pick and two lost fumbles in this game. Uh, I... Far and away, the NFL leader in turnovers. He's got to be protecting the ball better.
1: Yeah, I think you'll learn that. it's offensive line hasn't really helped them. No. But... <laughs> one thing i was saying, i was saying it before with one of the other teams well but the giants kind of sneaky starting to have a semblance of a plan see, like they yeah, seem about. good on special teams they're <laughs> well yeah like they got two 70 yard returns or something and it was like no penalties all set and so, I mean, the coaching seems to be there for the Giants, but they just don't have any talent. Mm. Like, they're talented players. Jabril Peppers, you know... Um, Golden Tate's back. Golden Tate, Latimer. They're making plays. There's just not enough of them to fill 22 players at mm. any given time. You know, like, they have... Six How could you ta- not say Saquon
0: Barkley in that there? Or was that just, like, an, a given? Yeah, I'm giving
1: it. But, <laughs> but even then, he... The offence isn't clicking, um, but yeah, it's the their talented players have the ability to make plays. They just need another four or five of them. Mm. Like Zeitler's good. They've got Peppers I uh, the Browns trades actually work quite well for them, I think. Especially if Golden Tate can get in the end zone. But Latimer was really good. For like a player who didn't get much opportunities. Got yeah, that Cody
0: Latimer has been—he's been involved. Um, he's, he's, a, hes a decent player, um, but he's not really a, a, a game changer. And like, he was only—it was only the one touchdown you had in this one. And he, it wasn't—he wasn't doing much else. But through the course of the season, he pops up every now and again. Mm-hmm. He, he does—he he, does
1: ha- he got the um returns.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's—he's he's good, good return guy. He did that for for Denver previously as well. Um, but yeah, like Saquon wasn't really anywhere in this one either. Um They're chasing the game for, for Yeah. Like the, when, it, when it came down to it, it was like as you said earlier, the Cowboys were getting in their own way earlier on in the game. And then when it came to actually putting the game away, they just dominated in the fourth. Uh like a deep pass from huh. Prescott to Cooper for forty five yards and a score. and uh, Michael Gallup caught a fifteen yarder. Um, how did
1: I forget how did you forget Evan Ingram? What what about Evan Ingram? <laughs> what about him he did nothing <laughs> he's a talent though they yeah. just need a few more the Cowboys um, Zeke is scary oh he was excellent he's just game. scary all the time yeah and I think 120 we've had this debate game. several times but I think he's worth the money as long as you can keep the other two happy as well mm-hmm. um, I just I like Kellen more I like mm. it annoys me to like the Cowboys but I feel like I've been predisposed just to not like fancy teams. Being from Dundee, <laughs> and I don't see like what's wrong with liking the Cowboys, you know. I'm uh, not that's, from that's Philadelphia. A... I'm not from now, New the... England, you know.
0: Like picture, picture this. Uh, it's the early '90s, and the Cowboys are winning everything. They are the, the Patriots of the early 90s. and pri- sho- pri- Shoving it in your face. Yeah, and prior to that, in the 80s, it was the San Francisco 49ers. And like before that, in about the 70s, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's like there's always teams from certain eras who are more successful than others. And right now, we're going through the worst one ever in the New England Patriots, just winning all the time. Um so that was why people were like that, and there was this obnoxiousness about them, and the whole branding of America's team and things like that. And it just grates people the wrong way. Personally, I don't really mind it. Uh, I, 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 I'm happy to see the Cowboys um, being an interesting team. Uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, he was he's managing to absolutely beat up on lesser teams, but I, I, I think that they are better than that. I think they are a, a really well-rounded team. um, So they will cause other teams they, problems.
1: That's the issue with the Cowboys, is they have to go through Wilson, Rogers. Mm. To, get in, yeah, to, get to get anywhere near. near, yeah. near they're probably going to end up playing a divisional game against Aaron Rogers.
0: And <laughs> Yeah, and if you're doing that in Green Bay... You're not liking
1: that. Yeah, and that's been their playoff run for the last few years is they seem to be playing away to teams that they just can't get past. Mm-hmm. So they just need to go out and absolutely smash out NFC East and make sure they win that division. And they they did that today. The Giants kept themselves in the game for the first half. It was about like twelve thirteen at half time.
0: Yeah, it was it was real close for 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 the time.
1: And then they went, nah, nope, sick of this. I'm gonna go win.
0: Now, well, what actually happened was that there was a, a game changing play from <laughs> a far lesser known individual in in NFL spheres, as a as a black cat made its way onto the field after an Evan Ingram catch. Actually, I think it was during an Evan Ingram catch. And this cat just uh, it tore up the field. I think it got over a hundred yards uh, rushing. A lot of that was quite lateral, um, but managed to make it into the end zone and then um, went to celebrate with the crowd, who were continuing to bang on the walls and like maybe try and feed it some. Um, some <laughs> Trying to
1: find that audio and cut it into the end of the podcast.
0: There was some really great audio. I'm going yeah. to see if I can get hold of that. And like um, with that, I think we shall have to call it quits there because that has been a a solid. Yeah, uh, approximately a 90-minute podcast there. Yeah. I think that, that's that's good. After but, not doing it for two weeks? Yeah, I think... i can um, deal with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we might eventually manage to get some sort of semblance of a... I mean, like we,
1: don't, like, we, we can make it 90 minutes if we want, as long as we're having yeah. good fun. I think the issue for us is if we have to stick to 60 minutes, literally, when I did my one and I was like, this is going to be 45 minutes long, 80% of what I, I wrote down was what I was going to say. Mm. I think when you... When you want to do like an hour and you want to hit certain points, yeah. the whole thing is scripted. Me yeah. and you would have to meet for like two hours before to make sure that our hour went smoothly. Yeah, well, well you, I mean, to, 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 well,
0: to that point, when we were first starting to do this, I was like writing out a running order for everything. But now, now that we've got actual games to talk about. 16 games a week. Yeah. It's a lot of games, guys. Yeah, it is an awful lot of games. Uh, but we're, we're getting there we're getting through them there'll be slightly less games next week because I think there's four teams on by so yeah, we'll get a cut lots, back there right. but um, I mean that just means slightly less football for us so you know uh, but it doesn't matter we love talking about it and uh, 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 thank you guys for listening and I will see if I can cut in that audio I'm going to have
1: to try and steal it from somewhere uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's worried Here's Metallica to play as that man.
0: <laughs> I was going to try and see if I could actually fade out like that but I'm not going to. No. Alright. Thank you very much Darren and thank, thank you very much folks it. and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for joining us. Bye. 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 He's, walking? The
2: cat? he's walking to the three <laughs> he's at the two and the cat is in the CDW red zone CD W, people who get it now, a policeman a state trooper has come on the field and the cat runs into the end zone that is a touchdown and the cat is elusive kind of like Barkley and Elliott but he didn't know where to go look at, they're trying to corner him and they got him in the end zone there are state troopers all around this cat, which now climbs up into the stands and the fans are running for their line now it goes back on the field again and it's running in the back of the end zone, and it runs up the tunnel.